And we are back in your lives in 2021. First episode of 2021, January 7th, 2021. To be exact, another episode of Cellar Dwellers. Guys, how are we doing? It's National Old Rock Day. National Old Rock Day, not music rock, old rock like fossils. So if you're into petrology, which is the study of rocks, this is your favorite day of the year. Happy Old Rock Day, everybody. Got to text, uh, got a text Pat yeah. Gallagher. Yeah. Yeah, Pat Gallagher. It's ha- we have to text them Happy Old Rock Day. That's Every probably day. out there searching for some igneous rock right now yeah he's uh he's searching for some fossils man every day and this is what every day because 2020 was so horrible every episode we're going to do a holiday whatever day it is we're going to celebrate so today is national old rock day so it's technically going to be a day late when they hear it but you know we're celebrating here on the cellar dwellers podcast how was everyone's new year's good safe i hope everyone mm-hmm. not the same so- as other new year's though not the same it's pretty good though no yeah. it wasn't the same yeah not being a temple it was I know. I know you had like plans and stuff. Yeah, they got they got canceled. People got of scared of COVID. We are reasonable. I mean, that's natural. That's yeah, natural. Yeah. I'm hoping the vaccine is on the horizon, fellas. I'm I'm just hoping because I saw that on TikTok. There's like this trend going around. So when I was when the quarantine first started, which was last March, I was 21, and then I turned 22 in April. So then this coming April, I could be 23, still in quarantine. So technically, I could be in quarantine since I've been 21 years old. And by the time it ends, I could be 23. I thought that was crazy. I don't know. Two years well, of your life just not I got a plan. quarantine. Not technically. I got a plan. Okay, go ahead. Give me the plan, Pat. Uh, I'm going to put the vaccine in my balls. So that every girl wants to fuck me and I can just uh, <laughs> I can just impregnate them with the vaccine. Yeah, you'll make everyone build up the antibodies and everyone, I guess. <laughs> He's going to be like, oh, he balls. has them. The COVID vaccine store in these balls. That's <laughs> going be like a breeding horse. You're like, see that guy over there? Somewhere for him. Yeah, yeah, breeding horse. Lined up guy. down the street. Well, guys, we have a couple things to get to, but of course, the, uh, the focus on this show side in i know we all had good new years which is good and uh but the focus of this show we're going to talk about the eagles and the season drama of course between the giants the eagles the redskins or some weird drama or excuse me the washington football team still not used to that still need to uh clear up some of that drama that happened in week 17 sixers talk sixers look great we're going to make some of our uh, picks for the nfl actually probably just the mvp pick which i think is obvious but we'll talk about some other people that stood out this nfl season we'll do our predictions for the nba season awards and then we'll do our wild card preview, which will wrap up the show. So quick enough today, only only five little topics. So we're, we'll start with the Eagles, I guess. Um, pretty much, if you haven't been living under a rock in Philadelphia, you've seen some of this drama unfold over the past week. Eagles, there was a three-point game in, in the fourth quarter or something like that. Or, or something like that, right? I think we were down a touchdown. I think it was four points or something like that. I it was like three points. We're down three, and uh, – Doug Peterson decides to pull Jalen Hurts out of the game, brings in Nate Sudfeld. Everything goes downhill from there. And the Giants fan were mad because if we had beaten the Redskins or the Washington football team, excuse me, they would have gone into the playoffs because they beat Dallas earlier in the day. Now there was videos on the sideline of Jalen Hurts saying like, this isn't right. This isn't right. Uh, And a whole team, Miles Sanders came out. He was pissed. 
a lot of people on the team were pissed. The Giants fans on Twitter were very mad after the game, even though their team only had six wins all year. Um, they felt like they deserved to be in the playoffs. They've been in the bottom half of the division for years now. It's not. I guess they're just hungry for this something. Something. Washington wrong. doesn't even deserve to be in the playoffs. No, but I'm happy. I'm to be honest. I'm happy they got in. No, I'm but, happy they got in. But like nobody from our division deserves to be in the playoffs. Yeah. Right. Like, is Washington still have a top ten pick? No. Nah, when you're in the playoffs, you're automatically like I think 19 this year or 18 at least. Oh, okay. So, so where do we stand? I'll start with. Uh, I guess anybody can just take it, to be honest. Was it wrong for Doug Peterson to pull Jalen Hurts up? Does it ruin the quote-unquote integrity of the game? Because that's what people in in, uh, the New York Giants fans will be trying to tell you right now. I mean, like, the uh, Jaguars have been doing it all year. What do you you mean? Like, they weren't playing um, Gardner Minshew when he was healthy. Oh, yeah, I mean, like, they're tanking. I mean, I think Philadelphia, we're just like, we're a city of tanking. Like, we embrace the tank. Yeah, the I Sixers, I mean, after tanking with the Sixers, there's no – like, there's nothing that's going to be greater, a greater tank than that. That just, was a like, phenomenal just, job. Like, bring it up. And our, and our martyr, Sam Henke, is the only proof we have to show for it, by the way. But I, I was, like, team, like, why – first off, you're our rival. Like, why do we – I don't care what you feel. And we're trying to, like, technically, like, their quote-unquote business, right? So they want to do what's best for their business. And for that – like they weren't going to make the playoffs. So the best thing for their business was to lose, get the sixth pick and who knows who will draft. Hopefully the, uh, Devontae Smith from Alabama. That's who I want. I want Smith right for now. Him or the guy from LSU two two wide receivers. Don't give me anything but a wide receiver with that sixth pick. But yeah. Linebacker. I don't know. what do you say? Linebacker. I would take a linebacker. It's not a wide receiver. I, I saw in a couple mock drafts, we're supposed to take that, uh, Mike kid from Penn state. Yeah, Penn State. So, but I, I mean, I'd rather have a receiver. I mean, that, that, oh, yeah, that's that's a, such a more exciting pick. Yeah, it is. And you know, they blew it with the receiver this year. For now, we'll see what happens. Um, that Jefferson man, I, it was so weird because we were when we did the live version of the podcast and we were, did the whole draft and watched it live. We were annoyed that we didn't get Jefferson and we kind of gave Rager some grief. And then he looked like he had some promise to him. And then he was like injured. He, he only had like 300 some yards all year or something. Right. I think he played pretty well in the last couple of games with like when Hertz was in. Then he got hurt. Yeah. Concussion again. Jalen Rager. Yeah. He got hurt. He got the concussion. I thought he was playing at the end of the. No, no, he was out. He was out for a lot. I'm not sure. It may have been like the second he got, he was out at the end of the season. No, he wasn't. Mm-mm. Yes, he was. He got a, it. It may have been the last game, but he got a concussion. He's, All right. May, well, I mean, you're wrong, but that's fine. No, I'm not. <laughs> Hold on. I got now. I got to search this because I'm almost certain I got it. Uh, yeah, Eagles wide receiver yeah, Jay Rager played in a concussion in the first half of Sunday's game against Washington. So yeah, yeah but you say he didn't play. No, I mean, okay, yeah. I would technically, yeah, he played, but he got out. He was out of that game most of the time because he got concussed, and he had the other injuries earlier in the year. He had like three injuries this year. If you include the concussion. No, yeah, but I'm saying like the couple games like Hertz played against yeah, the yeah, 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 North yeah. Cowboys, like he played pretty well. Yeah, I know. I was just kind of – I mean, he didn't play as good as Jefferson. That's the final – that's the point I'm trying to make. Yeah, here. but I just like – do th- I don't think just, uh, Jefferson has – I think Jefferson probably has like 700 yards if he's on the Eagles this year. Like we just uh, weren't I, don't, I, don't, I don't think so because he was like the number two guy in, in Minnesota behind Thielen. Uh, if he's number two, I he, think he might have had more yards than Thielen. 
Okay, yeah. I don't know the stats, but I mean, Thielen is the number one receiver on the team right. in terms of just like status, I guess, and probably like the defensive focus. I was just, I mean, he broke a rookie record. So, like, we I are, think like him being the number two, like, kind of helps him because then they're going to put more of their attention on Dalvin Cook and Adam Thielen, and it kind of leaves him to do what he wants. Whereas if he's with the Eagles, he's the only threat on the outside. Yeah. Okay. Pretty much after week two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't think probably getting shadowed by like top corners. That's true. Nick, Nick, I'm so glad you're on the show, man, because you're the optimist out of the four of us, I think, most of the time. I, I, mean, I still think Justin Jefferson was the pick, and he's way better than Jalen Rager. It's just like I don't think Justin Jefferson looks like he's as good of a pick if he's on the Eagles. Yeah, I, I get that. I get that. I think I, I, I tend to agree with you. And I feel like – you know what's weird? Like Nelson Aguilar had crappy year, and then he had like a good year, and then he had a really crappy year. And then, of course, this year he had like his best career year in, in Vegas – some guys are just kind of like shaky like that. I have a feeling that's what Rager is going to be like. Like this year, he wasn't so great, but I feel like there's going to be a couple of years, like just sporadically, where he's going to be like sick, really, really good. Or if he, he can still has that. potential. I mean, like if he can still provide the speed, he just turned so. 22, so he's pretty young. If he can provide, um, what's it called? Like what Jack, Deshaun Jackson does. Like Deshaun Jackson came in, had one catch, 80 yards, touchdown in that game against Dallas. Like if he can just provide like a deep ball threat, that's really all we need. Like, or not all we need, but that's something that would be very helpful for the team. And just throw him a few like bubble screens. He was pretty, he, he got, uh, in the beginning, he struggled with running with them, but towards the end of the year, he, he was getting like eight, nine yards every time we just had like a quick pass out to him. Let him return punts too. He like returned a punt and they just stopped putting him back there. Yeah. It made no sense. Yeah, yeah they're obsessed with Boston Scott on the punt returns. Yeah, him and Greg Ward. Greg Ward, what is he doing? Yeah, but uh, back to the original point of uh, discussion. Do we Were you guys upset that the Eagles tanked that game? I mean, I, I was rooting for it. I was rooting for it. Yeah, I'm glad we did. Especially after all this, like oh, the outcome of it, I'm super happy we did. The difference between six and nine, I think it's like I think it's a big deal. I don't know because there could be like say there's a guy like Devontae Smith at six, he might not be there at nine this year. So I don't even think we should have played Hurts, considering he's going to be our starting quarterback next year. Well, yeah, okay, that's Why? perfect because I did want to talk about the future, like because no. then after the game of there's been all these reports. Once once a trade, he wants out. Um, Doug thinks they're going to fix the relationship. Then Wentz comes back out and says he wants time to like, he'll, he'll think about it or some weird stuff like that, which by the way, he should have no power to say, Oh, I'll think it's not the NBA player. He doesn't have like the player power, like players during the NBA. That dude's under contract, man. You, you get dealt if they want to deal you, but that's a whole another story. Um, Pat, go, go on what you were saying, like with Hurts. You shouldn't play him. Yeah, I don't even think they should have played him. They, I mean, the only reason they did play him is so that they could look like they're not tanking. Um, sure. But seriously, if he's your number one quarterback next year, you don't want him getting hurt, like especially with how bad the line was. And especially uh, with his legs of his. I don't even think my lot was in. Didn't somebody get hurt in the uh... – oh, Mike Evans got hurt. Mike Evans yeah. got hurt. And, like, he didn't really need to play. He didn't technically – because they're already in the playoffs. They were just trying to, like, lock up a five seed or something, right? And, like, he didn't have to play, and then he got hurt. And I'm not, is he, I'm not sure what his status is going into the wild card. By Speaking way, of Tampa Bay, A.B. is back. Yeah. He is back. Him, him and uh, Brady have their chemistry. And but speaking of Brady, this is the first time he's ever played in a wild card game. How crazy is that? First time ever. I saw that on Twitter. I think I saw that on Twitter today. Like this is his first ever wild card. 
Didn't Grant. he come in for like Kurt Warner? There's been times like where they made the Bledsoe. They've lost in the wild. Bledsoe, Drew Bledsoe. What do you say, Kyle? Is it to say they lost in the wild card round last year? Hold on, let me. Or I, maybe didn't win the division. Let me. No, they. I won think the they did win their division. I thought the Saints did. Maybe you're right. Hold on, Brady. I, yeah, right. Because I, I got to check my that. facts. Because you know Twitter's not I a know good source. Twitter is not a good source of news, and I, I did see it on Twitter. I'm so confused. No. Right Adam Schefter tweeted, this weekend will be a first. In his 21 NFL seasons, Buccaneers quarterback Tom Brady never has gone to the postseason as a wild card. And that's from the verified Schefter. Yeah, yeah, as a wild card. So he didn't win the division. Like, he's played on wild card weekend before. Okay. Oh, oh, yeah, okay. I see what you're trying to say. Yeah. I see what you're trying to say, yeah. He's never gone in not being the winner of his division. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That is kind of crazy, though. Like 21 seasons? Jeez Louise. I, I'm, only, I'm only 22. I'm only 22 years old, and he's done it my whole life. He's never been a wild card. That's nuts to think about. So the year he came in to, uh, I think, against Drew Bledsoe, or for Drew Bledsoe, didn't they win, like, every game after he came in and then won the Super Bowl? I mean, that was, like, when I was one years old, so I, I have no idea. I don't remember. I don't think, I think they, I don't did. Know if they won that season. Maybe the season after they won. Right. Yeah, maybe it was that. But they like they went on like a huge win streak right after he came in and made the playoffs. Probably back, won the division, I bet. Um back to uh the Eagles though, you talked about the future, Pat. You brought up Hurts. Is Hurts the guy? Like where where do we deal what do we do with Wentz if you were Howie Roseman, Doug Peterson and Jeffrey Laurie? Like I know everyone's gonna say Indianapolis, but I don't know. Like we did pay for him and it's just another roller coaster. This is like the uh, James Harden roller coaster. Like, do I want him to come? Do I want him to stay? Like, do I want him to go? Do I want him to stay? I have such mixed feelings, but I don't know, man. I just don't. Actually, know. like the fact that he doesn't want to compete for his job just shows he's weak. Yeah, that that's a okay, especially so, when he has a great chance to to get it. Like, he could easily win his job back next year. Yeah, very easily. Right. There's a new morning host for 97.5, The Fanatic, John Kincaid. He came from Atlanta. He's a Temple guy, Philly guy, and he actually used to work with my mom back in the day, crazy or not, or crazy story, believe that or not. And he was he just started his show on January 4th, and he came out, and he was not having it with Wentz. He said, one thing I cannot stand is someone who is in a competitive business who doesn't want competition. And I thought that was like, that was a great quote. That was a great quote from John, just saying that, like, Wentz, how come you don't want to compete your job? Like you're on a team in a competitive sport. Like you should want to, you should embrace like the competitive spirit of the team. You should want to be competitive and get better where he kind of seems to be like on a back seat. Like he wants to just have the job handed to him. And I get it. He's kind of probably pissed off that they drafted Hertz and rightfully so, I suppose. But maybe if you were like a competitive person, which I don't think, I don't think Wentz is very competitive. I really don't. I think that would have lit a fire under most guys like Aaron Rodgers when they drafted a, Kid from Utah State, Jordan Love, right? That's his name. Um, yeah, like yeah. Rodgers now playing. He's the best season ever of his career, maybe. Just a little, just a little note, you know. Same thing happened to Rodgers, and look what he did. Yeah, but Rodgers is like thirty-seven. Yeah, wait, what's your point? Yeah, I think it's, it looks like a different situation though. Yeah, but I'm saying, look, look, how com- I said, look how competitive Rodgers is where they did that, where maybe they even had more of a right to do it for Aaron Rodgers, and it still lit a fire under him, and he came out and balled this season. It was like, uh, yeah, I'm not that I'm not washed up yet. Where Wentz, he has, like, a future ahead of him, and um, 
Right. He may have been more safe than Rogers, you know, in terms of like job security, just because he's younger and he kind of just took offense to it, I guess I'm trying to say. Yeah. He's a bitch. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like what, like what, if I was Carson Wentz, what would have pissed me off is like watching Jalen Hurts just like run set rollout plays all the fucking time and being like, where the fuck was this? <laughs> well, he can't, he can't do it as good as Hurts, I don't think the rollout plays. Yeah, but like when they do it, he is he was way better this year. Like when he was on the run, moving left or right. Yeah. yeah, right. Like when he was in the pocket, he was not good. And when he was like he was scrambling most of the time because he it was like one of the few times he didn't get sacked. And He's like, just not good in general in the pocket, like ever. I don't know. I think he was good that in 2017 and like the last two years probably. Yeah. So like, uh, yeah. I, He's I probably more mobile. So are you guys? Are you guys get out of the pocket if you need to? At this point, do you yeah. just trade Wentz, though? That's the question I need to answer. Do we, like, if you can't get anything for him, then, I don't know, keep him and have a QB competition. I mean, I mean you can't be any worse than he was last year. So, like, I don't I mean, know. Is he going to refuse to play? Like, what? I haven't seen the latest statement. But first off, he didn't He didn't do, like, a traditional exit interview. Like, he did his own little exit interview, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Like, yeah, it wasn't he, like, he, like, declined to speak to the media. Yeah, it was, he pulled a Kyrie Irving, which I hate. But that's a whole other story. Um, I'm kind of like, you're not going to get your value back for him. His value is the second overall pick. And right now it looks like, you know, it's going to be Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, one and two, maybe, perhaps. Um, Because, you know, Justin Fields balled out in the the playoff. But, like, you're not going to just go to the Jets and be like, hey, you went once and then for the two pick. Like, they they won't do that. So you're not going to get your value back for once at this point. No. So that's why I think like you just keep him and you know, like Jalen Hurts played well this year, but he could struggle next year. Something could happen. Like he's under contract and I think he'll play. So I don't think he'll like sit out or anything. Thing is I don't I don't see it being any different next year. Like in I, I could see them pulling like a uh what Miami did this year. And like if a game went to struggling, they bring in Hurts. And then Hurts just like lights the fire another team, they come back, win the game, whatever. I don't see it being like a thing where it's like you're the starter and you're the backup. I could I could sense him going hybrid here. I don't know. I th- I think if that's the case, then we're kind of fucked. Like you got one of them takes it. But you know it's you know like I feel like just watching the season, the team is very divided. Like where I don't think a lot of the team likes Wentz, but you just paid Wentz, and he, he is talented. But their team likes Hurts, and Hurts is also talented. So it puts you in a very odd situation, and I I, don't, I wouldn't know what to do. I, I'm glad I'm not Howie Roseman or. Anyone. I think I think the newer players like um, hurts better. I think it's the guys that have been there that are like they're on their way out, and they're like you mean like yeah like hurts and um, Kelsey. They're the ones that support Wentz. That was kind of sad seeing them like up on the field at one o'clock in the morning. And obviously, Eric's had a very emotional press conference. That was a real dagger to the heart. Unfortunately, I think his time is probably up in Philadelphia because, you know, yeah, yeah. we have Dallas Goddard and everything like that. And I, wish, I, I wish him nothing but – Apparently, Kelsey like, might retire. I feel like I've heard that for, like, the past couple of years. Though. He'll, he'll yeah. retire this year, I think, because he doesn't want to be a part of a tank, like, yeah, he don't terrible want to team. Yeah. And I, we're going to be bad. <laughs> I'm not so sure we're going to be that bad. Like, I, I'm not – well, what about no, dude? If, if Doug and Howie are both here, like we're gonna suck again. 
Yeah, I suppose. I suppose, but like, we'll get like a no line back. But like, I mean, why would we expect them to stay healthy when they have it in three seasons? Like nobody's. It's, it, I, at this point, like I'm just convinced for the foreseeable future that we're just going to be injured as shit every year. That seems to be like a reoccurring theme in Philadelphia is the entries. Every team. All these Sixers and the uh, Eagles, at least. By the way, speaking of other Philly teams, Phillies are screwed this season, man. The Mets went out and uh, got one door, right? Yeah, we're screwed for like the next decade, dude. Yeah. Bryce Harper might, might not sniff the playoffs in Philadelphia. That poor guy, man. Poor guy. He probably regrets his decision to come here. We have like three years before he requests, requests a trade. Yeah. Well, okay, so let's – that's our Eagles talk. We'll figure out where we go. We'll, we'll keep continue to follow along this uh, roller coaster. <laughs> Let's just talk our, our MVP picks and, and shout out some players that made um, waves this season. I think without question, the MVP of the NFL this year should be Aaron Rodgers for reasons I outlined earlier. I mean, he balled out and I think he kind of ran away with it towards the end of the season. Patrick Mahomes, maybe number two. I think I go Derrick Henry. Okay. Derrick Henry's a good pick. I think Josh Allen's got to be in there. Yeah. And who who's the uh, the cornerback who had ten interceptions? Saving Howard. Yeah, yeah, he has to be in the conversation. I think. I mean, not in the conversation, but like for MVP because he's a cornerback. But I mean that that was a that's ten interceptions, kind of crazy. I don't think that's happened in a long, long time. Um. So just give him a shout out. Who else though, do you think? I saw Stefan Diggs get a little bit of a shout out on first take. He was on Stevens A list. He was like number five for MVP talk. Um, he had a really good year. Yeah, like Aaron Donald and TJ Watt. I think TJ Watt, yeah. I mean TJ Watt is probably the best player on Pittsburgh. Yeah, probably. Yeah. That the crazy those Watt jeans, man. Imagine being like an Anta Tacumbo family or a, a Watt family or you know, the ball. ball family. Thank you, Kyle. I put the took the words I'm right out. Of to me. respect Lamelo Ball. Thank you. We can get to that in just a bit. Um, but yeah, like they they just breed like crazy athletes. Like in the holidays too, like three sons in the NBA, and then the Watts have the brothers in the NFL. Like that is nuts. That is nuts. But who? who you can just kind of name some names. I know we kind of touched on this last week, but any, anyone really stand out to you this season? I mean, Justin Jefferson for me, that, that was just a big kick in the butt every time watching him take the field every week. But Nick Nick was right with the points he made earlier in the podcast. So brought me back down to earth a little bit. Who's the rookie of the year? Is it Jefferson or is it Justin Herbert? Uh, it's Jefferson. Is it? Yeah, I, I think it. I mean, Herbert was the first one to get like, first rookie to get like 30 touchdowns, right? Yeah. Do they do like rookie of the year and then do they do, they do like offensive rookie of the year? They might do that. They probably do. Because they, like like, they do like MVP and then they also do like offensive player of the year and defensive player of the year, right? So mm-hmm. I feel like MVP will probably be like Aaron Rodgers. Offensive player of the year will probably be Derrick Henry. Well, or... I don't know if they do an offensive play. They might just do defensive. I think they do offensive in the NFL. Maybe. If, uh, I don't if know. Not, if not, we're doing it on the podcast, so – that's what it is. Like it's just offensive and defensive. Like there isn't rookie of the year, then offensive and defensive. Okay. Well, oh, well, for the sake of the cellar dwellers, we'll do offensive rookie of the year, or offensive player of the year, Derrick Henry, maybe Stefan Diggs as well, and then defensive player of the year. I'm giving it to T.J. Watt. Yeah, it is. It's um, offensive rookie of the year and then defensive rookie of the year. 
I don't know any of the defensive rookies, I don't think. Chase Young. Oh, yeah, Chase. Yeah, yeah, it's Chase Young. Yeah, definitely Chase Young. But he he is sick, dude. He really is. It's, it stinks that he's going to be in Washington for so long because he is phenomenal. I'm kind of I kind of think Loki. Like, first off, I know I said like Bucks might be like my Super Bowl pick because I think you know just being led by Brady and their offensive firepower, I think they have potential. But I wouldn't be surprised if they get knocked out by Washington. Washington. Back to what we were saying earlier, I was happy they got in because if it wasn't going to be the Eagles, I don't. I couldn't, I would be so annoyed if Dallas got in. And then I didn't want the New York Giants to get in either. I, w- I wanted Washington to get in if it wasn't going to be us because. What if we could get the 19th pick for Wentz? 18th what? and 19th pick from Washington for Wentz. Mm-hmm. No, I don't, I don't, I don't want to do that. That would be Why? too, too much to trade him to Washington and then watch him be good again. Yeah. Uh, That could only like hurt us probably because then we have Howie Roseman picking another player. 19. That he can fuck up and we're getting rid of another player that we fucked up that he could possibly be fixed again. I I think I may have only told told Pat about this. I think I'm not sure I ever mentioned in the podcast. Do you ever see that thing with Doug Peterson's mic'd up and he's like, this kid's going to be great. Yeah. Yeah. You brought you to that before. I, I told you guys. Yeah. Yeah, and he did. He screwed it up. But um, anyway, I don't think we should do that pick, Pat. But I uh, almost said it again. The Washington football team, like, they have some great stories this year. Like with Ron Rivera battling cancer, and then obviously Alex Smith, who his wife turned his brace into a, like, Lombardi lookalike trophy. That is sick. This is the Alex Smith story alone. They're, they're going to name that award after him, the uh, comeback player of the year thing. They, that is going to be called the Alex Smith Trophy because his story is freaking insane. Yeah, and it's just a statue of Alex Smith's messed up leg. What is? <laughs> the trophy. Yeah, but it's cool. It's in the shape of a football, man. <laughs> I so the, the comeback of the year trophy should be just his, like, torn knee. They should get yeah. – <laughs> they should give him the uh, – like, the, the – the ligaments, or not the ligaments, the uh, whatever the brace was. The brace. They should give him a trophy that's just crutches. <laughs> and we're having fun at Alex Smith's expense here, but I do think the story is good. And I, I, I'll be not happy if they won, but it'll be cool to see them make a little run. Although, you know, I do like I do like the Bucks going into that. Uh, while we're here, we're going to make our – no, you know, we won't make our picks. We won't make our picks right now. We'll do that at the end of the show. Let's move on to the Sixers talk. What can we say? Number one team in the NBA right now, fellas. We got the number one team in the NBA. But real quick, before I actually get into the Sixers, let me just talk about uh, Manscaped, who brings you every episode of Cellar Dwellers, the number one razor out in the market. Go on their website right now. Use our code Cellar Dwellers, all caps, no space. You can get their new Lawnmower 3.0, 20% off plus free shipping. You got to go on their website right now, though. Use that code Cellar Dwellers, all caps, no space. This new lawnmower 3.0 is a redesigned electric trimmer that removes all the nicks and cuts. It has an LED light on it. Nice charging stand powered by USB, 7,000 RPM motor. It's the real deal. We all love it, and we thank Manscaped for their support on the episodes. But, guys, again, use that code that we told you about earlier, Seller Dwellers, all caps, no space, 20% off, plus free shipping. But now on to some Sixers basketball. What has been the highlight for you guys? I know we talked about Seth Curry a little bit last week, but – I mean, we have to talk about him again this week. This dude is shooting the lights out of the gym. I mean, I would be surprised if there are any lights on at the Wells Fargo Center at the end of this season. 
Because that dude, he's balling, dude. Ball. What's he shooting, Kyle? You said in the group chat last night. Fifty nine point five percent from three. From three. So sixty percent. Yeah. Yeah, sixty percent from three. That is nuts. And then he's gonna be. He might do forty, fifty, ninety club. Yeah, he's at like sixty, sixty, a hundred right now. So he hasn't missed a free throw, right? He's at a hundred. No, he's at a hundred. Yeah. Those curry jeans, man. Those curry jeans are something else, man. It's he, what, I think it's what Kyle said uh, when he when he uh, texted us. He's just getting open so much, and he's already a forty-five percent three-point shooter. So now he's just gonna like he he should make every open shot. Right, and that's yeah, like three defenders in the paint trying to stop Embiid. Just kicks it out to Seth Curry for three. Right, and they're playing the Nets tonight, or right now actually, as we're recording this, and they are um, no Katie and Kyrie in that one. But we have no Seth Curry. He does have the ankle injury, so I, I hope he got Seth heals up quick because he's been one of my favorite players on the team that so far this season. Let's revisit now. Of, of course, we're going to do this every week until we figure out. Well, maybe not every week, but you know, and we talk about it enough. Where are we on the Harden stuff now? I mean, it hasn't been in the news since we recorded it. I know. Um, since the last we talked about it, there really hasn't been much Harden buzz. Team seven and one. Ben's putting up roughly the same numbers, you know, at his triple double. He's putting up roughly the same numbers that he does every year. Where are we on the, um, but with the team is seven and one, surrounded by shooters, and we are, for the most part, handling teams pretty easily, with the exception of. Uh, Washington, we had a couple close games with, but we but we won. Toronto was a close game, but we won. And then, um, of course, that weird loss to Cleveland when Embiid was out. But like the games against Charlotte, where we absolutely destroyed them, and, and things like that. There was a couple of games where we just blew them out by the second or third quarter. You guys, wow. did you guys like to roast me? <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Let, I, I mean, I don't need to roast you just yet, man. Because it's. I mean, we're only eight games into the season. And Pat was big on James Harden coming to Philadelphia. But, Pat, you you might be right in a sense. Like, you, I don't want to roast you because everything you said was true. Like, Ben is still putting up the same numbers. and But the thing is, this brand it's – It's working, though, because of the, I didn't think that the spacing would be this great. And it's like yeah. the passing and spacing is – Really good. Um, <laughs> like you just watch them; they look like the they look like the uh, Warriors before they got uh, KD. Yeah, just like Danny passing the ball. Everyone's moving. No one's standing still and just watching. Danny Doc, Rivers Rivers. Doc has these boys ready to play. Dan- yeah, thank Doc Rivers. Thank you, Doc Rivers. I I want to take I want to take credit because everyone else was like Doc Rivers hasn't uh hasn't won anything and he <laughs> had he hasn't won in a while. You guys are right about that, but things are looking bright in Philadelphia. So I'm gonna stay on this high horse while I can until you know playoff time comes and maybe he'll blow another three to one lead. But right now I'm keeping this riding on this horse because he looks like like I said we say in the group chat every time the Sixers play like the close games against Washington and Toronto and things like that. We're like yeah. Brett Brown was his coach. There is no chance we win these games. No we chance. might have lost last night's game by 15 points if Brett Brown was our coach. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy because I said – I think I actually did say it on the show. I said I don't think the coach in the NBA makes as much of a difference when you have a star. Because I think I was talking about the Nets or something when they had KD and Kyrie. And I was like, it doesn't really matter that Steve Nash has never coached before because you have KD and Kyrie on the floor. All right. We always said like Steve Kerr. I don't think Steve Kerr is that great of a coach. I think he was just had Steph and Clay on the floor and he looked really, really good. And the same Pat mentioned like the Luke Walton stuff too, because Luke Walton led them to like however many wins when he's filled in for Steve Kerr. But then like going from Brett Brown to Doc Rivers has maybe changed that thought up a little bit. Cause we do have kind of stars on the floor with Ben and Joel and they're not, no, they're no Katie and Kyrie. 
yet, but the jump between Brett Brown to Doc Rivers has definitely impacted this team. I forget. I saw a quote from someone on the team. I think it was Seth Curry, um, you know, son-in-law of the coach, said uh, like Doc holds everyone accountable. That's why he's a, a great leader. He likes to be like the head of a snake. Like he holds us accountable on the court, off the court, and he's honest with us no matter what. Yeah. Have you, have you noticed how much he's like when a player messes up, he right away he's yelling at them? Yeah, he that's holds, good. Holds Brett him. Brown would never do that stuff. He'd wait till the end of the game, be like, "Give it to Joel, give it to Joel." Yeah, give it to Joel for like a three pointer. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> a solid Brett Brown impression. <laughs> no. after, after the game, he'd always just—I don't know, dude. I just felt like he was like a politician sometimes, like. He was just always like it was. There was always like some sort of like not like twists on everything, but it was always as if like even when we were supposed to be good, he was treating it like he was still coaching like the process Sixers. Like, yeah, it's like, like we got to get better. It's like, dude, yeah, you should like, be dude, good like, right we now. Were good like three years ago, like we were the same stage. Like we got to take the next step now. There's always like the coaches that are good for like or like even any job. There's managers that are good for like when your business first starts out. And then you hit like a certain level where you're like medium size. And then like the guy that came in as manager might not be so good at handling medium sized business. So then you get the new guy to come in and then you become like a large business. And then the medium sized guy might not be so good at handling the large business. Like Brett Brown was good for the early stage of the process and developing some talent, you know, um, but now his time is over. The new guy needs to come in. Who's used to handling a championship caliber team. I think that's Doc Rivers. And I'm, I'm very glad that we have, Doc Rivers. I thought that was the pick. I was team Billy Donovan. I was team Billy Donovan, but then he got snatched up uh, by Oklahoma, uh, by uh, Chicago. And then I don't even think Doc Rivers was fired yet. But once Doc Rivers became available and Billy Donovan was gone, Doc Rivers was my guy. I think with Dean Tony, um, Ben might have been already gone before the season started. Oh, without question. With Maury here and Dan, yeah. he would have been gone. But I, I mean, right now I am team Ben because this team seems to be clicking on all cylinders mm-hmm. and the Nets looked really good to start the season. Like that first game that Parker and I, we, I watched it at uh, Pat, your house. Yeah. I forget. They played Golden State. They blew him out of the water, but they kind of slowed down a little bit. And um, excuse me, KD's out because like COVID stuff. He's out for like seven days or something like that, at least. I forget what it was. And then Kyrie's out tonight for personal reasons, whatever that is. I'm not, I'm not sure what's going on with Kyrie. And so. they lost uh, – what's his name for the year? Din- Dinwiddie? Uh, Dinwiddie, yeah. yeah that's that's a, pretty big. And then, yeah. And then also, like like I said, like I wasn't so big on the coach being a big deal, but in the playoffs, coaches are a big deal. And if you get Steve Nash, who is a great basketball mind and stuff, but like if it's their first time coaching the playoffs, it might be – a weird experience for Steve Nash. Yeah, that was a weird hiring. Like, why would they get a rookie coach for a, a team with a bunch of uh, stars on it? I think the stars may maybe ask, like, hey, can you get Steve Nash or something? Like, maybe. That's just my – That Yeah, that could be true. Yeah. That he probably something. won't say anything to them. That's why they wanted him. Right. Um, well, I mean, now I think the Sixers – I after watching some of this, you know, like unfold – I don't, I'm not sure where I see the Sixers are first team number one number one team in the NBA. Joel Embiid, according to Bleacher Report, at least, is the MVP of the league. Uh, I don't know how that's possible. Like he's only averaging 23. Yeah, but his his usage rate is down the lowest it's ever been, and I think his his field goal percentages everywhere are the highest they've ever been. 
His three-point shooting has been real good, too. Yeah, I think – He's I, not shooting as much. I think I, I could bring up the article again, but I'm pretty sure it said that his field goal percentage, free throw percentage, three-point percentage is all highest it's ever been, and that his u- usage rate is down to the lowest. It's like 27%, which is much – I'm probably sure much lower than it was the past couple of years. That's going to be good. You know, we're only playing 72 games, and he's on a lower usage rate. Hoping that means he's going to stay healthy. And I always said it, man. The Joel Embiid is the best one in the NBA, but he needs to stay healthy, or else I get very frustrated with him. I think with this spacing too, like the he's become a better passer because he can just dish it out to anyone on three point line whenever he gets double teamed. It's great and he, instead of last year where it's like you'd have like Al Horford just like, "Hey, I'm open for a two pointer." <laughs> I'm pretty sure Embiid's averaging the low, lowest turnovers he has in a while too. I think it's like two and a half, maybe. Two, something. He's not averaging as many turnovers, which is good because he used to turn the ball over a, a ton, a ton. So I'm hopeful now that like I had the Sixers. We said like second round exit. I think we all said, but now I'm kind of hopeful that it might be a little bit further. Just looking at other teams in the East as they are. Milwaukee looks beatable. Boston looks beatable, especially Kemba Walker doesn't come back. Doesn't you know he's doesn't look uh, healthy right now because um, he hasn't played. But who knows when he'll come back. I said Bucks, Bucks, Nets, Celtics. They don't look that great. Raptors look terrible. Washington, we've already beat a couple times. Like Charlotte, we're hang- we're beating them. Like beat Indiana, we beat Indiana. Yeah, yeah. So I I feel pretty confident about our our chances in the East as of now. But we'll see come playoff time. We'll see. If we shoot the way we've been shooting the past couple games, like it's going to be so hard to beat us. And, I mean, and we, I'll say this: the we bench- were shooting like eighty percent from three into like the third quarter last night. That's fucking wild. Yeah. Joel's yeah. shooting 41% from three this year. 41. No, not, is he? Yes, he is. And Tobias is shooting 46. And yes, Tobias is officially unlocked. Another <laughs> another win for old McGee. Another win. Pat Pat especially laughed at me. He he laughed and said, Yeah, we're yeah, we're gonna unlock Tobias Harris. <laughs> now I, I was I'm very happy with Tobias Harris. I'm only having fun with Pat there, but no one saw this coming. No, I only hypothesized about it. I didn't believe it. I, I didn't believe that Tobias Harris was actually going to be unlocked by Doc Rivers. He's so fucking good. But he's having he is. he is. He's pretty he's, good. he's hitting open threes, too. He's just doing everything. Playing defense. I mean, the spacing helps everybody. It helps He's everybody. even dunking on people. Yeah. Was, Where did that come from? That was a nasty dunk the other night. It was filthy. He only had, he has very few like poster dunks in his career. That was maybe one of his best ones. But I mean, all around, this team looks fantastic. Yep. And would you look at that? Ben and Joel winning together, playing good together. Yeah. But now we have the spacing. We have the spacing. So we, uh, the shooting needs to work. Shooting definitely just needs to like, um, there's Nick, you said like they shot 80% or whatever. I'm, I'm not sure if that was hyperbole or whatever, but, um, there's going to be nice. No, they were legitimately shooting like 79.3% from three when I checked the stats in the third quarter last night. Yeah, so there's going to be nights like that, but there are going to be a few nights where like the shooting, it just doesn't so go. Doesn't nothing work. goes in. Yeah, so we're going to have to rely on the shooting, which I'm hopeful for. Like the um, the Raptors game, and they still want it because Doc's a good coach. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's going to be nights when the shooting doesn't work and you need guys to take over like Joel or, or Joel probably. Just they just had Joel get fouled like every play, and he just hit every free throw. Dude, when he's making his free throws, it's in, last night he went like thirteen for thirteen or something yeah. like that, and he put up like thirty eight. Like that's that's what you want. Like especially when your team's shooting the way they were, uh, and then he's putting up thirty eight. Oh lord, oh lord, it's it's this is the most fun I've had watching Sixers basketball 
in a long, long time. Since just, the Ra- since the Raptor series, <laughs> right? It's just cool. Since the Raptor series, it's cool to see how like when they had the team with Dario and Ursan uh, and all them. Like you saw what the spacing would look like around Embiid and Ben, but those guys just weren't good. Like weren't really that good. Like they couldn't defend. And it was just instead of going like, all right, if we just got better players, like better defenders that shoot like these guys and can space the floor, like we'll be good. But they went the route like we need another superstar and they got Jimmy Butler, which also seemed like it would have worked if you would have kept Jimmy Butler. Yeah. Um, Also, uh, they weren't Bellinelli and uh, Silva. they weren't as good shooters as Seth Curry and Danny Green either. So like we got like the light version of like what a shooter's store brand. Yeah, yeah, store brand exactly. So, I'm I'm getting excited. I'm getting excited. And I'm not. I have it in the notes as like our award predictions so far. I'm not sure I want to do that. Um, just, I haven't watched anything outside the Sixers, so I've yeah. I was gonna say I don't I don't think it's time just yet because we've only seen such a small sample size and it's been a weird off season. So we're all probably gonna be wrong anyway. Um, I'll just say I'm very excited about how the Sixers look, and hopefully we catch a little bit of this game, so we can we'll just do the wild card weekend, and then we can wrap up and watch the Sixers. Dude, I'm praying, praying the vaccines here in time for playoffs. For Sixers playoffs, Xfinity Live. Oh, Kyle, man! Oh, God, you just got me excited, man. I could not wait to get back to Xfinity Live. They're saying June, right? Like June is probably like a good date to say, like when we have enough people vaccinated, right? Yeah, I saw like right now. It was like, cause I heard in PA, like they're now like policemen, firemen, they can get it or something next. I saw like someone um, gave me a metaphor analogy, whatever you want to call it. That right now the vaccine is like the Christmas gift, like the PS five that everyone wants and you can't get it. You can't find it anywhere, but then come like March, April, May, when Christmas time's over, you're going to have it everywhere. It's going to go on every shelf and you can get it at, at ease. So I'm hoping. Restock. Yeah, <laughs> Walmart restock. I pre-ordered that shit. <laughs> did, did, you, did you get? Oh yeah, okay. I thought you were serious about the uh, the PS. I thought you got the PS5 next. <laughs> no, the, the Pfizer vaccine. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's what I'm hoping for. I, I'm ready, Nicholas. I'm think we're all ready. Like I said, I could be 23 by the time this damn quarantine ends, and I started at 21, so it'd be two, technically two years. Not not really, not by you know calendar days, but by my age. I'm um, pretty sure Tony Fauci said that uh, the uh, that like we will probably be like a conservative estimate would be like Memorial Day. I, Could you I, imagine if that was like when everything opened up? Dude, that's said, a conservative estimate, meaning like like he said like, I, like I couldn't say conservative, like a reasonable. Mark, okay. I think that's what I told you on Call of Duty the other night. Like Memorial Day, I bet you everything just opens up because everyone's going to want to go down and be outside in the beach and all. Like they're just going to open everything up. Because that would be so. <laughs> me and my buddy were talking about like just getting uh, a place at the beach now before the prices get jacked up when they like start figuring everything's going to open up. Right. You can just steal from somebody yeah. right now. Like get a, get a, that's yeah. true. I bet it's super low right now. Yeah. It's so low. Uh, that is something we should consider. We, we, yeah. first off, we all need to get jobs as soon as possible. And then we just rent a beach house for the summer. We go down Friday night. I'd even leave. I just leave for work Monday morning. I'd wake up early on Mondays. I'd stay Sunday night as well. And I wake up early Monday morning and go, that's what I would do. But uh, that would be a good plan. You should. I'm definitely want to consider that. If that's if it's cheap, like you're saying. Uh, anyway, that, I just want to talk Sixers. That was good. I'm very excited about the Sixers team. What, what else can we say? Anything else? Oh, I did want to say one. The bench. I'm loving Tyrese off the bench. Loving Shake off the bench. Loving Dwight Howard off the bench. Great. 
I love it. Although the Ben Simmons, Dwight Howard on the floor at the same time thing, not a huge fan of it. But, you know, we have some scores off the bench now that I'm enjoying. That's all I want. Whoever found Shake Milton's a genius. Hey, that's the American Athletic Conference right there, baby. He went to SMU. Yeah, wasn't he undrafted? Uh, I, I'm not sure. Or what. like a second rounder. I'm glad that I'm glad that he um, Ben got hurt last year because it kind of gave him a chance to get in the spotlight and show us what he how good he really is. Like he he could have potential to be sixth man of the year. He really could. But we'll make those picks later. All right. Um, if you guys, I guess I'll let me just look it up. We're gonna go to Wild Card Weekend. Kind of buy or sell? Not not really. Um, I guess you could call it that. Fourth pick in the draft. So basically that? undrafted, yeah. That's fucking nuts, dude. <laughs> what was that, Nick? Jake was the 54th pick in the draft. And there's like 60, right? 60. 60. Yeah. Okay, let me – here it is. Um, the times. Let me just – I should have pulled this up before the, the show. If you got, Unless you guys just want to do it on your thing. Yeah, just search the wild card schedule, but I'm going to put it in the chat right here. I got it. You guys can click on it. We'll just go uh, game by game, I guess. Uh, I wish it gave me like the division by division thing, but I guess we can figure that out anyway. And I'm going to write down our picks, actually. And each week I'm going to post on social media what our record is. That way it's just, it'll be a fun little competition. Loser doesn't have to do anything. It's not like a fantasy thing where the loser has to do something. But in a wild card weekend, we might all have most of the same picks anyway. So let me get my notes up as well. You guys have it up? Yeah, yeah, I got it. Okay. We'll do game one then. Indianapolis visiting Buffalo. What are we thinking for this game? I'm going to go Buffalo. Just I think Buffalo has a, has a really good season. I love Josh Allen. Love Stephon Diggs. I think they have the weapons to be Indianapolis. Now, Indianapolis in their own right is good, and hope maybe Frank Wright can make this a close game with uh, you know Phillip Rivers at the helm. But I'm going to go Buffalo. I'm going to go Buffalo. Yeah, I think Buffalo is a lock there. Um, the Colts do have a pretty pretty good defense, but um, I think the Bills are just too good. Okay. And how about – yeah, they do have a good defense. That's a good point. Kyle, Nick, how about you? Yeah, I'm, I'm with Buffalo. I trust Josh Allen more than Phillip Rivers. Okay. Yeah, I, I like Buffalo too. Pretty okay. boring segment, but I'm not picking against the Bills. <laughs> yeah, you can't in that game. So we're unanimous here. It's all Buffalo versus Indianapolis. Game number two. This one, we're going to go to the NFC. The Rams versus the Seahawks in Seattle. If that makes any difference, who knows? But uh, this is a close one. This is a close one. I'm, I'm leaning Seattle at the moment. Uh, I think, you know, Russell Wilson versus um, – what's his face? Jared Goff. Is he going to be playing because he's – Who? Never mind. He's not – Goff's not injured, is he? Is he Goff? I don't think so. He's out. He's out? He is out. He's out. Yeah, it's that Wolford guy, I think. Wait, Goff's not playing? No. I, I just looked on the ESPN app. It says he's out. When did uh, this happen? Or it might. The thing it was is. For last week, too, because they signed Blake Bortles. No, really? How did I miss all this? Goff out. Hold on. Uh, he's questionable. He's questionable right now. Yeah, if he plays, I'm going to take the Rams. If that's if the not, case, though, then... like, no, okay, that may almost makes me definitely go Seattle because if he hasn't been practicing or any of that, I'm going Seattle all the way. Can we do it like a, like in baseball? If you bet on a team, but their their scheduled starter doesn't pitch, the bet's canceled. Can yeah. I do like if Jared Goff plays? Sure. Rams, I'm, I'm just going to go, go Rams TBD for you and Kyle. Right. 
And if Goff's out, I would like to switch my pick to the Seattle Seahawks and the 12th man. Okay. I'm going to put you guys down for Rams in parentheses TBD. TBD. All right. That, I'll know what that means. I'm going Seattle either way. So that's what I'm taking. Pat, how about you? I'll take Seattle. Um, I'm just basing that off their last game. They beat them 20 to 9. So, yeah. Was Goff in that game? I don't know. Goff was playing that game. But their first game they played Seattle, uh, the Rams. The Rams beat them 23 16. So, okay. Uh, it's kind I'm of gonna, a toss up if Goff plays, but uh, I hope I Goff I'll take plays. Seattle. It'll be a good ass game if Goff plays. Yeah, I hope Goff plays. That way we don't have the same picks all, for the whole for the whole uh, <laughs> the whole segment here. All right, game number three. This one could be interesting. Five versus four. The Buccaneers versus the Washington football team. Washington has a stacked defense. They have a great story. Great coach, Ron Rivera. I think Alex Smith has been playing great. With all that being said. I'm going Tampa Bay. I mean, you're led by Brady, Bruce Arians, Mike Evans, if he's playing. I'm not can we check if he's out, check his status. Um, Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown, like Pat said, is is back in a big way. So I'm gonna go Bucks. I have a feeling you're all gonna go Bucks as well. But uh Yeah, uh, you can't really not you can't not go Bucks. I don't know. I like I do want to go a uh, football team. Just because like I don't know. I don't you think wanna, I'll put him down for you. Like, you want me to put him down? They're just their D line is really good and Brady, like always that like that's who he struggles against is teams that can get to him. Okay, so I'm putting you down for WFT. How about you, Nick? Yeah, do it. Um it just it depends. Like I think if it's a close game, I think the football team wins, but I th- could see the Buccaneers just absolutely blowing their doors off and it not being close. Um I don't bet against Tom Brady against the football team. I'm going to go with uh, the Yeah, he torches bad teams. Yeah. All right, so that, there we go. That Well, I mean, not that they're a bad team, but they're the worst playoff team. So there's that. Three for Bucks, one for the football team. Here's an interesting matchup, and I think it's going to be the game that most people have their eyes on, I guess. It's going to be a close one. Ravens and Tennessee. I think this is a really interesting game. It's the other five versus four. Lamar Jackson obviously comes into this playoffs with questions surrounding his ability to play in big games. I mean, he's 0-2 in the playoffs. Last year, it definitely should have won uh, with the team he had. And Derrick Henry ran all over them and knocked them out of the playoffs. How do we feel about this one? I think it's really, really interesting. I I mean, Tennessee's like Nashville, like, quote-unquote, is our second team, I guess, if we're doing that, right? Whatever discussion we had the uh, on the other weeks about. Second- yeah, I think – I think at the beginning of the season that I took the Titans like as my second team. Yeah, we were taught that debate about second teams. I said you can't have a second team until your team is out officially, until your team is out of the playoffs. And right now the Eagles are out of the playoffs. So Tennessee can be – I didn't follow that. I rooted for the Bills all season. (laughs) And we're going to have you locked in for the Bills every week then, Nick. All right, that's Uh, fine. um, I'm going to go with – what's it called? Uh, I'm going to go Tennessee just because they're – I think Derrick Henry's a beast. And they – Last year, I mean, they got outclassed, outclassed, and they're worse this year. So I think Tennessee is probably just as good list this year. And in the playoffs, when you're running and you got Derrick Henry, you know, playoff football is a little bit different, a little bit more physical. Got Derrick Henry on your side, that's always a good thing. I'm going Tennessee in there. Tennessee, that's who I'm taking. Pat, you you said the same thing, right? Uh, I mean, I know Tennessee is my team, but if I was betting, I'd well, probably I'm take putting, the Ravens. Okay, I'm putting you down for the Ravens then. I think that – uh, Lamar Jackson actually didn't have a bad game last uh, playoffs. Right. 
they still lost, but he didn't have a bad game. And I think that he's going to take another step this year. And they've been on a pretty good run uh, Late. leading up to the playoffs. Okay, so I'm Titans. Pat, you're Ravens. Kyle, Nick? Uh, I'm going to go Ravens because they're like the hottest team probably going into the playoffs. Cool, cool. So I'll just ride the momentum. Nick? Um, I was going to go Ravens. Because I didn't expect anybody else to go with the Ravens. Um, go with your heart. Go with your gut. Go with your. I heart. think this okay. is going to be one of the weirder football games we watch uh, in a while. Like I think there's going to be so much, like so, because even if the Ravens come out and go up twenty-one nothing, the Titans are still handing the ball to Derrick Henry. Sure. And they could still come back because he could just break one off for eighty yards whenever he wants. Yeah. Or they could uh, just throw like an eighty yard bomb to AJ. No, but Nick, go go with your gut here because we are I am gonna keep track of the records and all of this. So don't just go just because we need to have different picks. Like I said, like wildcard weekend, we might have some of the same picks. But I'm I'm going Tennessee. Patton uh Kyle went Ravens. But if you think Ravens go Ravens, because you know we're keeping records of this. Oh shit, we're keeping records of this? Keeping records. If I haven't said that already. Fuck. Um. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go with the Ravens. All right. I'm the I'm the lone, the lone one keeping my uh, allegiance to Nashville and Tennessee. So I'm gonna rock, rocking the Titans. All right. How many more games we got? Not that many, right? Chicago, New Orleans. I think this one's pretty obvious. New Orleans. New Orleans. I'm okay. taking the Bears. Are you really? Yeah. I will never bet on the fucking Saints. All right, Nick. A man has to have principles. I mean, I think the Saints are going to get screwed like they do every year. Like they always come in being like the best, one of the best teams, and then something crazy happens to them, like the Minnesota miracle or that that errant uh, pass interference call. It's okay. Yeah, Um, Pat, you went you went New Orleans here, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I don't think that. Well, is Kamara? The schedule might have Kamara not in, but. Because if he, they play on Sunday, he can play. If they play Saturday, he can't play. The whole running back thing. Either way, I, I don't even yeah, think. Me too. Happen. I think I, either way, Sean Payton's going to coach up a good scheme. In the final game, another interesting one, especially because Cleveland is, uh, you know, out with all the coaches out and all that kind of stuff. Cleveland Pittsburgh, uh, Pittsburgh beat them earlier in the season. Cleveland beat them last week to get into the playoffs. Pittsburgh wasn't really playing their starters, and now Cleveland lost their coach and a bunch of weird things. So. Although I'm against like the Pittsburgh Steelers, and I also that's another I want to take. I didn't think they were that good, and they end up losing a lot of the games to close the season. I'm going to pick Pittsburgh this week. Pittsburgh versus Cleveland, just because you know Cleveland doesn't have any coaches and, and things like that. They're they're st- stricken by COVID. So Pittsburgh for me. Pittsburgh. I mean, same reasons as you. <laughs> You're not going to win if you don't have a coach. Yeah, and. Two more picks, and we'll wrap up the show. I'll take Cleveland. Um, I think the Steelers still suck. Okay. I thought they were really good at the beginning of the year, but um, I think they suck. All right. right now. That's weird because, Pat, you were their biggest defender at the beginning of the season. I yeah, see. I was until they started playing some some other teams, some good teams. Yep. And uh, Nick, Nick was also a Steelers guy at the beginning of the season. Not, yeah, not, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Browns as well. Wow, that's kind of, that just surprised me, man. I surprised. I thought we were all gonna be Steelers on this one. All right. Well, I have your picks written down and formally noted. So, I went Bills, Seahawks, Bucks, Titans, Saints, Steelers. Kyle, you went Bills, Rams to be determined. 
football team, Ravens, Saints, and Steelers. Pat, you went Bills, Seahawks, Bucks, Ravens, Saints, and Browns. Nick, you went Bills, Rams, to be determined. Bucks, Ravens, Bears, Browns. So there are your picks. This is a not quite buy or sell, but it's our prediction. You know, it's our little prediction segment. Playoff pool. Yeah, our playoff prediction pool. So, guys, that's going to wrap up the episode this week. I think this is probably a shorter episode. It definitely feels shorter, but I, I got to go watch the Sixers basketball. Love watching this team, and I want to see how they play without Curry. Um, like I said, use that code SellerDwellers on Manscaped.com. You get 20% off plus free shipping. Get some boxers, get a razor, get anything you want. Code works for everything on the website. Happy National Old Rock Day, guys. Hope you guys had a good day. Glad to be back in 2021. Sixers, by the way, down seven points at the moment and the end of the first quarter, three minutes left. But we'll catch that game now, guys. I will talk to you soon, and I will see everyone on the podcast next week. Peace. See you.